This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. For those just joining our program for the very first time, this unusual two-week series, Warring Against the Pandemic of 2020, are Pastor Ray's selected Sunday messages preached during the springtime of that year, when the entire world trembled in fear of a deadly contagious organism called the coronavirus. Businesses, schools, and even churches were closed, and pastors preaching to empty buildings were forced to minister using social media. Live stream messages selected for this series are unique in that they ministered to isolated congregations in great need of encouragement. This two-part Palm Sunday message of Jesus entering Jerusalem in triumph brings to life the power of praise and worship and the role we play in sending it right into the very heavenly throne room of the Father Himself. Pastor reminds us that, above all, we are never to lose sight of the fact that Jesus is still Lord over all, even the coronavirus. So listen to this verse. God desires our praises. You all know this verse, and you've heard it uh, spoken this way. I'm going to read it to you out of the King James Version. It's Psalm 22:3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Many of you heard this saying, God inhabits the praises of, of his people. Well, you know, that's a good thought. And um, a great man of God many years ago, Roy Hicks, in, uh, told me, we were talking about that verse, and he kind of corrected me on that verse and um, told me that most people think that verse means that, and as I said, God inhabits the praises of our people. In other words, we worship and God comes down. And he said, in the Greek, you study it out. He said in the original language, that's not what it means at all. This is what it means. It means God is enthroned where he receives praises. Whoa. Now that, that's like totally different. Now, for sure, when we praise, we feel God's presence. We, we, we you know, I'm not saying that God does not reveal himself. God reveals himself in all kinds of ways and we can feel it. But that flips it out. You see, flips it around. Because one verse is saying we praise and God comes down. This, the way Brother Hicks shared it with me, he said, God is sitting on a throne. And every time we lift up praises and we lift up worship, they are ascending to the throne of God. In, a, in other words, it's like God is taking us up with our praises more than he's coming down to inhabit them. Hallelujah. <laughs> I think that is awesome. So that's why maybe sometimes we feel caught up with God because we're lifting up our praises and our praises are ascending to heaven. It, 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 God is enthroned where he receives the praises. Oh, it's just giving me goosebumps as I think about what an awesome opportunity and what a what an awesome uh, responsibility I, I guess we have. And it's not, I don't even look at it as, it's a joy, really, a joyous responsibility to praise God, but he is receiving them. He is sitting on the throne, receiving the praises that we are. So every time we, we're singing a song, Every time we're lifting up our voice, every time we look up to heaven and say, thank you, Daddy, thank you, Father, thank you, Lord, God is receiving them. They're, they're just ascending to heaven, and he is receiving them. I think that is unbelievably powerful. All right. 
Here's here's a here's a verse for you. Psalm fifty twenty three, and we see a see it again. Um, it says, "Whoever offer, offers praise glorifies me. Whoever offers praises to God actually glorifies God." I think that's very extremely powerful. When you are praising, see sometimes what happens, folks, uh, we get we get kind of we get into a um, routine, and if we're not careful, our routines become meaningless. And when they're meaningless, they're devoid of power. They're devoid of any real, true, heartfelt meaning. So it's so important for us to be careful and to be aware that when we're entering the praise of God, it's like we're entering the throne room. When we enter into praise, we're entering the throne room. Our praises are now ascending and, and reaching God. And that when we, when we praise God, we're glorifying him. We're, we're declaring to God and to to those who may be in the room with us when we're praying, that we love God, that we glorify God. Here's a verse, Psalm 69, uh, verse 30 and 31. I will praise the name of God with a song. Wow. I will praise the name of God with a song. Let me tell you what. We're in some hard times right now. I, I think I told you this. I was in the supermarket uh, two weeks ago, and uh, i walking around seeing everybody with masks on. And I went early when they allowed the 60 to... Uh, an overgroup in. I think I told you I got proofed. Hallelujah. And um, anyway, um, I got proofed and I went in and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, everybody looks so hopeless. Everybody looks so scared, you know? And, and if you're not careful, that's going to come on you. But I'm going to tell you what, you've got to determine that you're going to sing and you're going to sing a song. You're going to lift up a song to the Lord. <laughs> Why? Because God's going to receive it. And because he's my father and I love him and I'm passionate about my relationship with God, I want to send up some praises. I want some praises to enter the throne room. I know that when I praise that it glorifies my God. I'm going to praise the Lord God with a new song. <clears throat> so today, <clears throat> get a song in your heart. Don't just be singing the blues. Sing praises to Almighty God because I know, I know that God's got a way. Because he is the way maker. I love that song we sing, and we can, I wish we could sing it right now. But he is the way maker, so he's going to make a way for you and for me. You just lift up a song of praise. And it says, uh, let me read it in, all together. It says, I will praise the name of God with a song, and I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Time to thank him. Things may not be great. You thank him. I said, you thank him. You just say, thank you, Lord. Um, and, and it says, verse 31 says, this also shall please the Lord. And it goes on to say, better than an ox or a bull, better than a sacrifice, God receives praises. God loves the praises. God wants praises more than our sacrifices. So um, praise the Lord no matter what is going on in your life. All right. So praise, it's a powerful weapon. All right. So let's, uh, let's just talk about that for a minute. In 2 Corinthians, I need another drink of water, that is. I am drinking water. Uh, it is a powerful weapon. Second Corinthians 10, verse 2 to 5, you know this verse. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. No, we don't war. Listen, let me tell you this. You can't fight spiritual battles by natural means. And I want to keep you focused on the fact that what we are fighting with this coronavirus is not a natural battle. This is a spiritual battle, so you cannot just fight it with natural means. Now, praise God for the vaccine and the medications and the hydroxychloroquine and all. Thank God for this stuff. But that's not going to win the battle. What's going to win the battle is when God's people start fighting with spiritual weapons. So we do not war according to the flesh, 
For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. And I'm here to tell you, we've got all kinds of weapons. We've got, we've got faith as a weapon. The word is a weapon. When we start to confess the word, we release it like a two-edged sword out of our mouth. That's a weapon of God, you know, a weapon that God has given to us. There are lots of weapons that we can find in the word of God. Praise and worship is one of those weapons that we have to bring down and to reverse this curse of the coronavirus and the effects that it's having. It may not have a physical effect on some, but it's certainly have an economic one. So, so the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. We, we don't fight with carnal weapons. We fight in the spirit. The weapons of our warfare are mighty. They're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. And I just say the coronavirus is pulled down by the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is a weapon. So, but in this case, we're focusing on praise and worship. When you worship and you praise, you're penetrating the darkness that may be surrounding you. You may feel dread. You may feel fear. You may feel worry. You may be sick. But when you praise and you worship and, and it's all focused to God and it's all found, you know, it's all coming from the word, you know, not just emotion, but coming from the word. And you're just offering praise and you're, it breaks through the darkness and it sets the captive free, whatever has you captive, whatever has captured you, it sets you free. So the weapon in this case, we have lots of weapons, but in this case, we're talking about the weapon of praise. Powerful. Now, let me give you, let me give you a verse. You ready? <clears throat> I love this. <clears throat> I'm getting excited. <clears throat> I can feel the Holy Ghost here in my office, in my home, and I hope you can feel the Holy Ghost this too, uh, too, where you are. Psalm 149 uh, five through nine. Listen to this. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Come on, saints. Let's be joyful. This is not the time to get down. This is the time to pick it up. This is the time to look up. This is the time to worship. This is the time to pray. This is the time to declare your faith in the face of all of this. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Now, maybe you're on a bed of affliction right now. Maybe you're sick with the coronavirus or something else. Lift up a shout. Lift up a word of praise. Lift up a song. Don't just sit there and, and be, you know, depressed and shrivel up and die. No, you lift up a song of gratitude, a song of praise, a song of thanksgiving. Let them sing aloud. Sing it as loud as you can. Do what the word says. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Now, listen. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth got to be in your mouth. The high praises of God in your mouth, not, not in your head. You can't thank them. You got to let them out of your mouth. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. And it tells us what it is, a two-edged sword in their hand. That's the word of God. Now listen, for what reason? To execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on them the written judgment, this honor have all his saints. He's talking about warfare. He's talking about a warfare. And in this case, of course, he's talking about the warfare that the children of Israel were, were facing. And if you remember, uh, the tribe of Judah would be sent out to lead the praise and the worship uh, before they went out to battle. Before they, 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 they did, they were the praisers. And in this case, <clears throat> that's what he's saying. But for us, let's take this into New Testament terms. 
Our praise and our worship is like doing warfare. We lift up our praise. We lift up our worship. We are dispelling the, 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 the servants of darkness. We are dispelling the works of, of the devil. We are breaking up the darkness that wants to surround us and to cloud, you know, get in on us and, 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 you know, choke us or whatever. When we praise, when we worship, we're piercing the darkness around us. That's why I say sing, worship, thank God, lift up your voice, give him praise and glory. Because I'm going to tell you what, you're going to destroy the works of the devil by doing it. Because our weapons, the weapons of our warfare are not natural weapons. They are spiritual. Worship is very, very spiritual. And everybody out there says amen. All right? So right now it is necessary. I've been preaching for a while here. I don't know how long I've been going. I don't see a counter here. But anyway, um, it is necessary more than ever right now to pick up our praise and our worship. Here's a verse for you, Psalm 42, verse 5. This is the New English Translation, and this is what the psalmist writes. Why are you depressed, O my soul? Why are you upset? Wait for God, for I will again give thanks to my God for his saving intervention. I love the way Psalm 42 is said it in the New English Translation. I will, I, let me read it again, all right? I, I'm, I'm excited. I, I got to read this again. Why are you depressed, oh, my soul? <clears throat> let me ask, <clears throat> let me ask <clears throat> that question of you out there. Why are you depressed, oh, my soul? What are you worried about? Why are you fearing? I can feel it right now. Some of you lost your job. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Stop fearing. Stop worrying. Start praising. Start thanking him. I'm going to tell you what. I, I promise you, your job's coming back. A better job's coming. You're going to earn more money than you earned at the last job. I'm going to prophesy it over you right now. I'm going to, right now, what's important for you is to start praising, thanking God. Thank, thank the Lord that he is going to perfect that which concerns you. Thank God that he is Lord over everything. He's Lord over your finances, Lord over your home, Lord over your business, Lord over your situation. Begin to thank him and praise him. It says, why are you depressed, O my soul? Why are you upset? Wait for God. In other words, get ready because God is going to move in your behalf. If anything, you ought to start looking. God, I don't know how. God, I don't know when. God, I don't know where. But I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to do it because you did it then and you're going to do it again. You did it there and you're going to do it here. And everybody in the church, give me an amen. <clears throat> And I love what it says, for I will again give thanks to my God for his saving intervention. Let me, let, I promise you, I promise you that God is intervening. You may not know it, you may not see it, but God is intervening in your situation and he will intervene. God is going to interrupt what has been going on in your life and he's going to turn it around as a result of this coronavirus that has us all in a tizzy here, or has the world in a tizzy. I want to I tell you that, I want to tell you that, you know, we are housebound here in New York. We are basically, you know, bound to our homes, and it's almost spooky to go out because there's like nobody there. It's like the rapture took place, and uh, there's nobody left. But I'm going to tell you what, we have a great opportunity to really once and for all create our own world and live in it for a period of time. So create your own world. And in your world, it should be a world of, of Bible study. It ought to be a world of, of prayer. It ought to be a world of worship before the Lord. It ought to be a, a world of gathering our families together and maybe 
you know, regaining some lost time that we had because we've been so fragmented, because we've been hurrying here and hurrying there. And some of you parents probably, oh, these kids are driving me crazy. Turn it around now and gather the kids together and do something fun with them. Enjoy the time. You can create your own world right now. So do it. Let it be focused around your family. I live alone. I'm by myself and I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying it. Uh, but sometimes I wish I had some little kids around me so that I could just play with them and wrestle with them or do something like I do with my little nieces and nephews or I like to do. They don't like it too much, but I like doing it to them. But anyway, they tell me they don't like it, but I think they're full of baloney. But anyway, <laughs> I wish I had some. But you, you, you have your family. Gather them together and use this time uh, to just create your own world. All right. I've done that. I've shut the TV off. I put it on very infrequently just to kind of get the highlights, and that's enough. They start talking, oh, this and oh, that. And I say, oh, Jesus is Lord over everything. My house is protected. My life is protected. My family is protected because we have been washed in the blood of Jesus. We serve the Lord and we tithe. We're givers. Therefore, we are protected by God. And so are you. That's why for years and years and years, you know, I was counting up the years that I've been actively involved in God's work <clears throat> and unofficially and officially for almost 37 years. So, you know, I say to God be the glory and God has never let me down. So I know that I know that I know that God has, is going to intervene in your situation. Just one last verse and I'll, we'll sign off here because we've been on for about an hour. <clears throat> so I think I've been preaching for about 45 minutes. So Acts, I want to remind you of Acts 16, 16. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. They were in a really bad place. Maybe some of you right now feel, or maybe you are, in a really bad place. I want you to, I want you to remind you, Paul and Silas were in a really bad place. They were praying and they were singing God. They weren't bellyaching and complaining. They weren't crying and wimping, you know, or whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. They they were <clears throat> praying and singing hymns. Whimpering is the word I was looking for. They were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening. And I'm sure the prisoners think these guys are nuts. They're 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 in chains, <clears throat> been flogged, been whipped, probably gonna be put to death, and they're singing and praying. You see, because that's what Christians do. Christians who know God and love God, that's what we do when we face rough times. We sing, we praise, we put our focus on God. We don't collapse and fall apart. Come on, somebody give me a better amen than that. I can tell the amens are really weak this morning. I think I got four and a half on that one. Give me some better amens. They were praying. They were singing hymns to God because that's what believers do because we know our God. We know that God will never leave us nor forsake us, that God will always be with us and always be by our side. That's why we can sing. That's why we can pray. That's why we can rejoice. That's why we can just cry out to God with, with songs of thanksgiving because we know no matter what, God's going to come through. I know it. You know it. You ought to know it. And if you don't, be reminded this morning. They were singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening. You see, really what, what it ought to be is that the non-believers around us ought to be confounded by the way we Christians are, are, are functioning and operating in, and living in this coronavirus hysteria. 
they ought to say, wow, why are you nervous? Because I know my God. That's why I'm not nervous. I know that faith works. I know that God will never leave me nor forsake me. I know the authority that I have in the name of Jesus. I curse coronavirus. I rebuke it with everything uh, that I have within me. I come against it by the authority in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The prisoners were listening. What are the people around you hearing? What are they seeing? Some of you are still out and about. You're not locked in your houses because you have jobs. I was I was happy to hear some of you writing me. I love it. Some of you saying, keep preaching, Pastor. Amen. Keep come on. Let's keep going. I was talking to to Flo Du Sablon. I know she's on here. Flo is is a nurse and she's working in urgent care and and these guys are on the front line and and I said, Flo, how are you doing? She said, I'm doing great, Pastor. I've got opportunity to pray for people and to encourage people. And, and she says, I'm doing great. So you're not afraid? Nope, not afraid at all. She says, I, I just look forward to helping somebody, you know, pray for somebody and tell them about the Lord. And I thought, dear God, that's what Christians ought to be doing. That's what we ought to be doing. What, what, while we're in this situation, like Paul and Silas were in the bad situation, the prisoners were listening. People are listening, are watching you as a believer to see how you are, how you're taking it and what you are doing. Wow. Think about that. So I want to, I want to, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm doing right. I know that you, but I'm praising, I'm singing hymns. I've created my own little world here and uh, I'm having a good time doing it. And the prisoners were listening at verse 26. Suddenly, hmm, watch out for God's suddenlies because God will suddenly act in, in your situation. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. I love it. Just listen, just focus in on that for a minute. Everyone's chains, not just Paul and Silas, everyone's chains were loosened because Paul and Silas were praying and worshiping God, singing songs to God. Not only did their chains release, but everyone's chains were broken. That's why I say we Christians, we have the power to break through the darkness. We have the power to break through the sickness. We've got the power to curse this coronavirus. We have the power to reverse this economic disaster that's come upon this country and upon this world. When we start to worship, when we start to praise, when we start to lift up our worship to God, God responds with the power of God coming down so strong and so mighty and so fierce that everybody's chains get released. I bet you never thought about that one. Everybody is affected by what you and I do in our praise and our worship and our prayer life to God. That's why I say like never before church, do not lose heart. Do not fall under the pressure, under the temptation to fear. Shut the TV down. Put your focus back on the word. Get your prayers going. Get your praise going. Put on the praise and worship music. Uh, put on that song, Waymaker. Waymaker, miracle worker. Come on. God is the waymaker. He is the miracle worker. He's going to do it in your life. He's going to do it in my life. And when we start to do that, things start to shake and chains start to get loose, and not only in our lives, but in the lives of everybody else around us. In other words, we've got the power to change this whole uh, thing that's going on right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, to God be the glory. I say in everyone's chains, be loosed in Jesus' name. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.